0: I want to hear this story Hello. about the towel. Me too. too. I don't, don't, don't want There's so much good conversation. Yeah. I, I don't want to waste any chance <laughs> of I have, I have a pretty good towel story too. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. We're rolling. We're rolling. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, yeah. If you play the Wilter and you get like this this towel, it's like an art deco towel that sort of mimics the front of it. And then there's a lot of lint and it gives us a note that says, this produces a lot of lint. And then the same thing, I've had two of those I got when you did the Arsenio TV show when it was on in mm-hmm. the nineties. You would get a robe, and they would also include a note that says, "This produces a lot of lint." So I've had the note more than once, and I actually did put it in the dryer one time, and it really did produce a lot of lint.
2: I love that there's a lint warning. I've never I've never encountered that.
1: It's like a really, um, I mean, it. I think maybe because if they don't include it, you could build, like maybe there's a fire.
0: I, I just wonder what guest it was of the Arsenio show that called him up exactly. and bitched him out about yeah. how much lint got left in their uh, dryer. <laughs> yeah. and that they had to put in a warning label. What if on it was there? someone from Parker Lewis Can't Lose who's oh my not, who's God. not famous anymore? Oh my God.
1: Oh my God. Wait, who was on there? Who was it? That was a Coronemic. Coronemic.
2: Is that who it was? Yeah. It,
1: um,
2: Parker Lewis went on to great fame as something else, though, right? An actor. W- um, what's his name? He, he was on. Uh, is it, was He's it one of those three namers, right? Uh,
1: I thought it was Cor- Wait, Corey Nemec. Was, yeah, I'm, he was, I'm not sure. I'm he, a little was confused Lewis, he was Parker Lewis. He was. Oh, okay. But who? maybe there was other people on the show. I um, remember, I remember that, that the bully guy, I, th- I
2: think the bully guy on the show, I can't remember what his name was, but mm-hmm. he was one of those rare guys in Hollywood who was really into indie rock.
1: Oh, like okay. George Wendt.
2: Like George Went was was known for showing up at like Soul Asylum and replacements and oh, how great. Bob old shows.
1: Oh, how great! So, yeah. Oh, really? great! Yeah, yeah. I that's never. Crazy? I would they say, think you no. would see him.
0: I think so. I'm sure they did. Yeah. He's somebody that I, I think I would see. I saw him at a Kids in the Hall show, but that's not indie rock. No.
1: Well, kind, of, almost, but it, it's pretty that rock and spirit, roll. That spirit. That's our first
2: superstar, who I remember ever coming to see us was Margaret Cho. <gasps>
1: I did. I saw you a couple of times. Um and then one time I saw you in the 101 cafe.
2: That's where that's what I'm thinking of. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: yes. Um but uh, that was exciting cuz you guys were all in a booth. Yep. And it was it was you and it was it was so I remember Laura. Mm-hmm. And then um I think I don't know if was Mac was there and everybody was just all there you were all in a in a super trunk booth. Like the monkeys. It was very monkeys and very exciting. <laughs> yeah. But we're, we're talking to, um, well, I, 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 we had the cold open now. We had I a cold, like, we had a cold open. Yeah, Hi, <laughs> Margaret Cho. You're listening to Monsters of Talk. I'm here with, with my co-host. Hello, I am Jim Short. Jim, we're talking to John Worcester from Super Chunk. Well, for many bands. Super Chunk. From Earth. From Earth. <laughs> there's a band called is there a there, band there, called or-
2: there was or there might still be yeah
1: yeah Then, the, but you're in um, the Mountain Goats you're in um, the Bob Moulds Band mm-hmm. but is Bob Moulds Band Sugar or is it Bob Moulds Band
2: uh, it, it's 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 currently just it's Known as Bob Mould, but mm-hmm. we call ourselves the Bob Mould Band. Yeah, but Sh- Sugar was was the his band in the nineties. Yes, and before that w- was Husker du. Yeah,
1: but you guys play a lot. Do you, you play a lot of his solo we things? Do. You play um, Husker Du and you also play um, Sugar songs. That's correct. And then um, you know it's it's very you know but he, he, he it's actually every band is very different too. Yes, all of his bands. So you play yep. them all all of his his songbook. His you, body work.
2: You played in in the Bob Mold band one night.
1: Yes, so I played in the Bob Mold band. We uh, did a show together at Disney Hall, which is almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, we sang uh, fav- uh, favorite thing, which is one of my favorite Bob Mold songs. And it was very exciting. And you played ev- with everybody with every band. Pretty much, yeah. With everybody who played, yes. You
2: and and Grant Grantley Phillips. um,
1: Our band was uh, me and Grantley Phillips, and then there was right before us was the Hold Steady, Mm -hmm. who were also really lovely. And then uh, Dave Grohl was there. Mm -hmm. Uh, We practiced at um, the Foo Fighters compound. Which um, did you see the toilet seat? I don't remember it. It's a guitar. Do you remember the toilet? No, I don't remember it. Um, the, the Foo Fighters... That's like the
0: joke, right, about he's he's the man, he, there was a gold-plated trumpet at that party <laughs> I was at last night. <laughs> Remember that old joke? No. About no. the guy, with the, how was the party last night? Oh, they had a gold-plated, bullshit, there's a gold-plated trumpet, they finally go to the guy's house. Come on, tell, tell my friend there was a gold-plated, uh, uh, no, gold-plated toilet, sorry. Yes. Gold-plated toilet, and they go, oh, Fred, here's the guy that shit in your trumpet.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yes, no, but it's like that that same kind of thing. But it was (laughs) actually a toilet guitar. It's a toilet. The back of it was like thick, like it had a sound hole Mm -hmm. and then it had um, a pit guard. Right. And I mean, it was really it was a nice it was a nice sort of guitar, but it was also a. It was a toilet,
2: right? Now I can't listen to his music ever again because I'll just
0: <laughs> always be thinking about that. But you know, that's where amazing. he composes now, right? It might be. <laughs> Wouldn't it be better though? I said though, it would be better if there was, if it was a, a drum kit set up mm-hmm. on a toilet. Like, that would you be sat yeah. down, and then it just a drum kit. Yeah, comes into place because you sat there anyway.
1: That's a good idea. That's a good idea. You don't have a, you don't have a drum kit toilet. I don't have a toilet.
0: <laughs> no. no <one> <laughs> well, you can't on I the, tour on so the much. road. Especially on the road. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but you are. Are you guys on a bus? No, we are flying every every show oh, on this trip. Yeah, that's and that's. Is you like that better? I kind of do. The only drawback is you have to get up early in the morning. But right. But the payoff is you're not driving for ten hours. Right. You know?
1: Right. So. Um, and then you can. Um, then you can shit. Also, you, you don't. You can't shit on the tour bus. No. That's the only thing that I have a trouble with on the tour bus is I can't, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I always need to, right? And that's the one thing you can't do.
2: You, you can, it's it's your vessel. You can command that bus driver to pull over, right?
1: Well, yeah, but at the same time, I also, you know, it's more just like me. You know, I don't, I don't take the that initiative mm-hmm. to go shit. I always just kind of think I'm I'm just gonna make it. If I don't say anything. That's what I do too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You've got that faith.
1: I got that faith, but there's uh my faith has been tested.
2: <laughs> I've never knockwood. I've never gotten food poisoning.
1: Okay. Oh, you're so lucky. In
2: 20 years of doing this.
1: Oh, good. Good. And I haven't good. thrown
2: up since 1987. Really? Yes.
1: Uh that's great. But what um do you uh you just don't or I I throw up and and uh you know, I have some kind of food issues often. Right. So, but I don't, I don't, I don't even remember. I, I don't even think about it. Yeah. I mean, I threw up many times right. since 1987. Okay. But what do you, uh, what do you, what made you stop throwing up in 1987? I don't know. I, I was drunk.
2: I had Heinekens. A woman had just broken up with me, mm-hmm. so I got drunk and then I threw up. And uh, then, uh, but I haven't thrown up since. That's good. Yeah,
1: that's good. Or is it
2: good because a, a, have I not purged essential?
0: things I need to get Uh, out of me that's probably good right it's probably good there's no there's no benefit to 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 yakking up okay I got food poisoning when we came back from New York the first time Mm -hmm. I don't know how I got it Mm -hmm. I got food poisoning last year in Detroit and uh, I think I ate at a restaurant, a barbecue place. Right. I ate there the, the two nights before, and it was great. And the last night, and you can start to feel, you feel it. You Ooh. feel it within about an hour. Okay. And you go, i got mm-hmm. food poisoning. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I did the show, and I went back, and the next morning, the, they had a limo pick me up. And I'm ne- I never get picked up in a limo, but every now and then a gig has that. They pick me up in this nice limo at 7 in the morning. We started to move mm-hmm. and I was like, right, mate, you've got to pull over. I'm going to throw up. And if you want to stop a limo really quick, tell the guy you're yeah. going to throw up. He will stop immediately. And I had to jump out of the car and I'm just throwing up on the side of the road. <gasps> oh, and it's no. seven something in the morning. I'm sure people drove by and went, look at that guy. Look at that bastard <laughs> wow. partying all night. Yep. And it's just food poisoning. But it was a great image, this white limo, me yeah. throwing oh, no. up on the side of it. And I don't limo. drink. I don't right. drink. So yeah. yeah, it's just, so I've thrown up for you. Thank you. Thanks.
1: <laughs> but you don't have, you, you, you know, the food poisoning, it's just, that that's really lucky because you travel all the time. Yeah.
2: Never, never had an incident.
1: I'm glad. Crazy.
2: yeah, All over the world.
1: I'm glad. But even, no, for me, I don't even, it's not even that I had food poisoning. I just, I have to shit all the time. And then if I'm on a bus, I just don't, you know, I think I'll, I can make it. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't make it. You know, and it's just.
2: <laughs> and you go in your bunk? Or
1: where do you go? Um. No, I mean I, I go uh you know it just happens like I uh usually I sh- usually what happens is I'll wait too long. This mm-hmm. has happened last time was in Austin 2 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I I waited too long and I I went all the way to um I got all the way to the Omni bathroom and I mm-hmm. touched the uh the stall the door of the stall and then I shit my pants. Oh no. Right when I touched the door oh, of the God. stall. Like it was like I I thought I'm here. Yeah. I can <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And it, then it then it was kind of like, well, I I didn't I didn't I I don't know. I didn't make it.
2: Do you send out for for new new underwear? Like
0: like no, is no, there no, a phone I, in, the in, yeah. in
2: well, the in the Omni the team yeah.
0: jump into play. <laughs> is there like a is there like a a, a thing in place for like no. you 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 co you send somebody a text of a code? For when
1: I shit my pants. Yeah, for exactly, you exactly. Yeah. Um you just no. send somebody number 2. It was it was sort hash of two. Reggie. <laughs> Reggie.
0: <laughs> Reggie number 2 <laughs> alert. <laughs>
1: It was, it was sort of manageable. I I just took my underwear. I had to, well, I was upset because I had to throw away my underwear.
0: It was brand new.
1: It was brand new. I bought a new new pair of underwear and I shit in it.
0: Thank you for not saying panties.
1: No, it was underwear. Okay. <laughs> well, it might have been panties. Once yes. you've
0: shit in them, they're underwear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once you shit.
0: Once you shit in them, they're drawers. Really, they are drawers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but once you <laughs> shit in them, you can't. You can't go back to the way they were before. You can't even if you wash them. They're truly unmentionables at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just can't. I mean, they, you know there's nothing you can do. And so, well, I just left, which is terrible. I left them in there. I threw them in the there's a garbage can oh, in fine. there and I left them in there. Which is I just couldn't I didn't know what to do with them because I couldn't bring them with me. No. And I couldn't really wash them out in the sink cuz I so other people that abandon the bathroom so mm-hmm. you know i had to just ab- abandon ship yeah. i just left the whole package yep. there i just kept you know walk back to the bus really just dejected Oof. you know but yeah that's that's the
0: true walk of shame I was gonna right say, that
2: is that's like beyond the walk of shame
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know any
0: and it's because it's that shuffly walk, yeah that <laughs> pants full of shite walk
1: it's just yeah it's a mincing that shitty
0: ass walk
1: it's a mincing but you never, you yeah, you never, you never had that. You never. Do you never know any rock stars who shit their pants? I,
2: I'm just picturing the the description of this episode once you oh, yes. you you post
0: it. What is it? What is it going to say? <laughs> well, we the o- guest was <laughs> a very erudite <area-dyed laughs> conversation.
1: We often discuss this because we, we we asked Debbie Harry because we heard that Chris Stein could shit on their bus. Oh, okay. And uh, she said no, that you is it okay.
0: I'm just trying to hear. It, I can hear it, but I don't know if I'm getting it through my...
1: We're pretty we're, close. We're good, we're good. You stay close on the mic. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: We're I good. mean,
1: it's the subject matter will keep yeah. people, you know, no matter what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think... Um, Let's go back to the, the topic at hand.
1: No, but it, it's it's kind of... It, it, the, what's great about having a tour bus is that you can um, be in uh, your bunk and then never, ever unpack your stuff. Right. You know, so it's like a rolling yeah. suitcase.
2: You must have it great, though, because the only bus tours I've ever been on, um, like with the Mountain Goats or Super Trunk, we did a couple tours where, f- to make it cost effective, the support band mm-hmm. would also be on the bus. So yes. so we're talking like 10 people on a oh, bus. Oh, a lot of people. Oh, but oh, wow. you have it where it's, you must do like you, do you have like a lighting person? And I a, don't.
1: And a, no, I have, I have a very... Um, I have, it's like, well, I have a tour manager. Um, I'll use have an open act, opening act. Mm-hmm. Um, and every once in a while, other people will jump on, but it's a pretty skeleton crew of like three, four people. I mean, Jim and I just went out this week and it was only us and one other person. Right. So, you know, it, it's because we don't have to do that much to do comedy, we don't need a tech. Right. You don't need, um... You don't do,
2: like, video stuff, though. Video, predi- like, any like... No, okay.
1: no. It's just kind of talking. Maybe I'll do a song. Every once in a while, I'll do a song. But right. then it's just... I don't really need a, a somebody to mix it or right. anything. You know, it's simpler.
2: Do you ever... Um... You mentioned Arsenio Hall. Yes. Do you ever, like, watch
0: your old, uh...
1: Like, a, a, a performance? Clips is or, or like, anything. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: you know yeah. what? You know what happened uh, recently uh, when we were in a New York trip. You did uh, remember you did the Huff Post live. Uh, oh chat? yes, yes. And they pulled out a clip from maybe 1993. Yeah, and you and I could not really tell what it was.
1: I could we couldn't figure out when it was and we couldn't figure out what TV show it was and we were just amazed that they had unearthed it. But yeah, every once in a while I'll see something, I don't really, I don't watch it that much, but every once in a while I'll see something, I'll be surprised, be like, what the fuck, I did a show for Bob Hope in like 1992 or something and I watched that and I was like, that is the weirdest thing because it's like another person.
2: Did you interact with him?
1: Yes, and he. Um, but he couldn't hear anything. He was so old oh. that he couldn't really hear very well. And um, Phyllis Diller was involved, and she was very nice. She was much more, um, much more together than he was. She seemed really cool. Yeah. Yeah. She was really amazing. But I mean, it's weird. I don't know. Do you ever, do you ever watch your like old like videos? And I, I, I kind of don't. Yeah. That's that's why
2: I ask because I really don't like to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't. Like, I don't listen to the records I played on either much. Oh really? Yeah.
1: You played on so many great records. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I
2: like to just sort of let them. I think. I think for me, and I think for a lot of musicians, I, I, the the feeling is like you you work on it so hard, right. And you hear it so many times that you don't want to hear it again, and you just kind of let it live in the world well
1: you have a different relationship to it because I mean it's like you were there for the inception of it yeah. and, and you know you um, you live with it for a long time and you tour with it so but I, I think it, it is a kind of a different thing I don't know for some reason I mean I know that you know this jokes are always different than songs songs yeah. I can have a more of a closeness with than j- jokes but then I don't know do you feel the same way um the jokes are closer than songs, or clongs are closer than jokes. Well, I, I think, is it?
2: See, that's that's my always my fascination with the comedy world is when you when you make a record like a comedy record, like Steve Martin. You know, mm-hmm. those when I was a kid, you would just memorize that stuff from like right. that small. And then I always wondered, like, when you went to see him, I never saw him live, but. People must just go Like, like dummies must just go to, the, to, to like see someone like that And just expect Things they already heard Right And be yelling Like, like for a band You would go And you would expect to hear The songs that you mm-hmm. know Yes But when you're like A, a big Big comedian do, do people expect To hear things They've already heard
1: I think so But then I always forget How to do it mm-hmm. As I never I don't study it enough To like remember All the like nuances Or where I took a breath Right and things and people do kind of remember that kind of stuff. Somebody I mean. asked
0: you to do a bit the other night, or they usually shout out the mm-hmm. bit, which yeah. is the tagline yeah. or the oh. punchline, which makes it it's spoiled. But you can't ever remember. But, but can't the, but, remember. but for comics, it really is that thing of like you you want to give everybody something brand new, yeah, because they've probably heard everything, and you can hear a song again and yeah. love it, but you can't hear a joke. Yeah, Twice. there's no surprise sometimes. No. But some people just want to hear it. You know, who's having trouble with that right now is Dave Chappelle.
2: I saw yeah, people I saw are
0: yelling out, yeah. "I'm Rick James," and so yeah. on and so forth, and they won't listen to whatever he's got to say. Right. So it it cuts both ways. Where it's like great to be get that fame. Right. But then that fame is like, people come out only because you're famous, not because they want to listen to you. Right.
1: Yeah. well, they just don't know. I mean, they, they they really don't know. Like, the sort of the thing about comedy is that you have to give people, like, time to just do it. Yeah. And it it's, I don't know, when people yell out the request, it's a little bit like they have an expectation about what right. it's going to be. And do you do comedy tours? No, no. You guys I, haven't I, done a live? I, no, Tom,
2: Tom Sharpling and I are, are hoping to get a live show together at some point. Yeah. We've, we've done a, a few things, but it's... We never actually done an entire like hour of our own stuff, which, which yeah, it would that's be our great. next goal. But
1: you do a lot. I mean, it's like you do a lot of um, stuff that's very much like uh, it, it's 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 sketch, but it's also is it improv, but it's also like seems like written, but it's like you're in the the character. Of... Y-
2: yeah. Um, when we started out doing it, we started around '97, mm-hmm. and um, we. Uh, the bits that we did where I would call I, I call in as these characters, and uh, originally they they were pretty improv. We had like, had a little, ske- a little sketched mm-hmm. out thing, and uh, mm-hmm. but now they're really written out. They're about they're about ninety percent just I'm performing a script that right. we've written, right? And uh, so um, th- that's how we do them. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool.
1: I mean, because there's a, such a flow to it, and it's always very. Um, so it's just a really interesting perspective, and but it, to me, it is very um, much you. Even though I know you as a mu- musician, mm-hmm. it's still very like, oh, that makes total sense. And you're the only person that makes sense where I would see you as a musician and as a comedian. Oh, <laughs> which is good. It is, yeah.
2: I, I don't, I don't really think of myself as as a comedian, but mm-hmm. uh, it's nice that.
1: Then what, what do you th- what do you think like a comedian I think a musician or musician first,
2: mm-hmm. and, and then I do this other other stuff the, the comedy yeah. stuff. But you know, like we were at Bumbershoot, uh a couple of days ago, and just mm-hmm. you know being around people like Todd Barry or uh, Horatio or Matt Besser and Tim Meadows and those guys, they you know they they would come to see us play mm-hmm. and just uh, you know like those guys and you guys are who I would consider the you know actual
1: well. titans. So. <laughs>
2: I know ne- I, I always have a hard time thinking of myself like even in
1: you're very the, funny. Pi- the
2: pony league of that sort of Yeah, well, you're very scene, funny.
1: So, so. You, we we think you're in there But in in a sense like it's a different kind of comedy than yeah. stand-up comedy. It is. Yeah, you know,
2: yeah and, and it's the perfect venue for Me especially Tom also in that we're we're, we're not very in your face kind of -hmm. People, so it's it's on the phone and it's on the radio. So, there's no one looking at you, right? And uh, so that's 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 a lot easier for. Are you actually calling? I'm on the phone. Yeah, I'm usually doing the from my home in uh, in Chapel Hill, or sometimes on the road too.
1: Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's really convenient because because I was thinking, God, you know, you've done so much of it. Like, how do you manage to go into the studio and do this, and then? Right. But that makes more sense yeah, if you're it's over calling. Yeah,
2: all over the phone. And and the interesting thing about doing it live on the radio, it's all live, and, and um, mm-hmm. is that there's no reaction at all. Like, there's no... Like, you, you guys would, would, you know, you get instant feedback from an audience. Mm-hmm. We just don't get anything. It's just him and I talking, and he's trying not to laugh. I'm trying not to laugh. Mm-hmm. So, after you're done this, like, 40-minute call, you don't know if it went over well or not
0: until, like, a couple days later if people say they heard it. So, yeah. you're, you're calling into... He's at the radio station? He's at the radio station on the air live. And you're yeah. doing characters? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: And it's on um, WFMU.
0: And is it different characters or the same ones?
1: Yeah,
2: it's a lot of different characters, a lot oh, of recurring cool. ones. We've kind of made this this little um, fictional town called uh, Newbridge, New Jersey. That's mm-hmm. kind of where all these most of the characters that I call in as live, and they all kind of reference each other too over the years. So mm-hmm. there's like there's a there's a judge that was really sleazy, and there's a guy from Philly who became the mayor of this town, and and mm-hmm. uh, there's a. Uh, uh the world's old, oldest hoodlum is there. Oh. Also he's, he's like seventy years old, but he's a he's a <laughs> truant still. Is
1: he is he really he's bad? He's bad. He's
2: the gorge. He claims that that uh, the character of Fonzie was based on him. That oh. that Gary Marshall <laughs> right. stole his whole thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: That's great. Now um is it uh, do you remember when Fonzie wore the white jacket? He started
2: out the first the first season, I think,
1: in a white jacket, white well, jacket, yeah,
2: like Clause a windbreaker, Plainico, right? A
0: windbreaker. a windbreaker, yeah.
1: Yes, it was some sort of a windbreaker, and it was it was kind of it was a little bit like kind of a bluish tint, yeah. And it was not very threatening. Yeah. I don't remember when he switched over to leather. I think it was fairly
2: early, and it was also. I think he only lasted a season, also. The older brother, Chuck.
0: Yes. Who?
1: Oh, I don't who, remember who the Chuck. Remember Chuck? He was on for no. like one Chuck season. Chuck was the older
2: brother. Yeah. And he was never referenced again. Richie's,
0: Richie's older brother. And yeah. then they never mentioned no. him. And that's when they were sort of on film. Oh, is that right? And it went to like studio video. video. It was like a one camera type shoot. Right. Then it went to a like a three camera studio oh, thing. Oh, gosh. I don't Then remember it jumped the shark. shark. Then it
2: jumped, it jumped the shark.
1: shark.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but
2: what's funny about, about that whole thing is Henry Winkler. A tiny guy,
1: like not a tiny, not a big guy.
2: No, it's no. So, so odd that like he was, he was the coolest guy, mm-hmm. and you were afraid of him. Yeah. Well, they,
1: they, he had an ominous kind of an aura or yeah. something where you know he just seemed to he he hung back. Mm-hmm. He he had he sort of always had his hands out or you know of course in the thumbs up right. Yeah, but hey. he, <laughs> hey. but he was also. He, he sort of held his chest open mm-hmm. and um paraded around with his chest thrust out that's what i do well then you know that that mm-hmm. kind of um authority over everything yeah. and um but yeah he was he was quite a small smaller yeah smaller person
2: so was um truman, oh, no, truman, truman was <laughs> oh, i don't know truman truman was smaller. no
1: Oh don't know harry truman was wasn't he harry truman. Truman was yeah truman capote small
2: Lyndon Johnson was very big. He's a tall, very guy. Tall, tall guy tall guy. Texas man. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Someone else was really really tall, who I never th- knew was tall. George George H. W. Bush, super tall, which oh. I, would, I did not know.
1: Really? Yeah. Super tall.
2: Very tall guy, yeah. Super.
1: Mm, yeah. I didn't I didn't know that.
0: Most people in show business are pretty tiny. like most actors are pretty tiny.
2: They say s- tiny, but with big heads.
1: Yeah, is that what they say? Oh, Yeah I think. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's true, but um, although I don't know anymore. I don't know. Now you see all sorts of different kinds of people. Right. Maybe be the internet. <laughs> Tom <Tank> Cruise. Tiny <laughs> man. He's small. Small. three, three tiny. seven. Small. He's 3'7". <laughs> He's a small guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know um, who's small to uh, Michael J. Fox, but although he is uh, he is a huge presence. He is a huge
0: presence. I think. And hard yeah. to measure because he moves a lot.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> very nice. Very oh, wonderful man. Very sweet and very... Um, but also has the same kind of a Fonz energy. Yeah. Do you remember when um, Laverne and Shirley were? Uh, they were kind of slutty on Happy Days. That mm-hmm. was a. Oh yeah, they were. They were, they were briefly, yes. and they were kind of like very slutty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, Happy Days was very. Uh, it was. They seemed too old to be in that in that high school too. Were they still in high As school?
0: All the people. Yeah, they were in high school. For
2: well, like nothing compares 20 years. To, to to the to um, Greece. Soccer oh. Channing, who was probably, yes. probably thirty seven yes. when she played
1: it. <laughs> yes, you know, yes, that that's
2: the ultimate in uh, yeah, in uh, over age. Well, casting.
1: and then um, but then and John Travolta seemed a lot older too. And yeah. then um, Olivia Newton, Olivia always sort of seemed younger. Yeah, I don't know. I did a movie. I did the guy um, Randall Kleiser who directed Grease. Mm-hmm. I did a movie of his in like nineteen ninety six, and um, so I I got to know Olivia Newton John and. A, like a little bit of like the story of Greece, and, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a really incredible thing. It's weird to think about people making that and they're just people that yeah. you would not know. Yeah. So I would go to his house and I would think, oh, this is like totally the house that Greece bought.
2: Wow. Oh yeah! Any any fun stories you could tell?
1: Well, I think that what it was is they just never realized how huge it was going to be, yeah. you know, and that it was just kind of the small thing, and they were kind of putting it together, and they 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 all sort of just did it all. Um, very much um not really ready for it. Yeah. And you know, it was his like first Randall's first movie and so that they were just so young when they were kind of approaching it and they didn't mm-hmm. really know that it was going to be this giant phenomenon. Yeah. And then it became such a big deal. Yeah. And then um Olivia uh said um was talking about John and about how she didn't hang out with John Travolta and she goes, oh. Yeah, well he got a girlfriend and it wasn't cool. And I was like <laughs> I was like, it's so weird that oh. it was like, Olivia Newton-John said, yeah, he got a girlfriend and it just wasn't really cool anymore. That's so funny. And it was very... Um, His
0: girlfriend didn't want yeah. the temptation of it him did. going after Olivia Newton-John, <laughs> right? That's what it is. I don't know. That's it. He Because he he's a notorious puss hound.
1: I, I don't know. but He she,
0: chases the women
1: You know what she had actually non-stop. mentioned? <laughs> she had mentioned it too because when she, she goes, I don't know how people say that he's guy. People always say that about me—that I'm did? gay. She'll say, "Yeah, that." Oh, she thought that I was a lesbian. Like I wouldn't say it if I was. <laughs> like it was really. She was so funny because she was so Olivia Newton-John. Right. Yeah. But she was just, just saying, "Like I, I, wouldn't say it." Like she, she was very, you know,
2: kind she of just say non-Olivia it. Newton-John uh, topics, <laughs> is what she was talking about, right?
1: <laughs> not a, not yeah, not Olivia Newton-John topics. You wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't think, no. You wouldn't think she would be, like, uh, saying anything like that. I don't know why. You would think that she would just be very um, not so, uh, I don't know, forthcoming about anything. Exactly, yeah. But she was very forthcoming. She was pretty open. Yeah, very open.
0: When's the last time you talked to her? Because I hate to bring it up. Like, like her husband that pissed off and faked his own death. Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah. yeah um it's been a while i haven't spoken to her for a few years
0: that's Sp- pretty horrible though um, like he didn't he owe a lot of money and he was like i'm just gonna,
1: I, yeah, just gonna
0: i'm just gonna pretend to, yeah. to die
1: he fake yeah he f- did he fake his own de- i never and found then they
0: found him. him in mexico
1: oh years Why later like fake his own death that's so crazy but she got know. she got married to somebody else i know but uh
0: she was married to the
2: uh star yeah. of i think the film my tutor the young uh, boy, or oh, the young
1: guy, Matt I La- think so. Young guy. La- yeah.
0: Matt guy. they they got married, right? I think so. Yeah.
1: And they had a, they had um um they uh, she has a daughter too from him, I think.
0: He just faked his own career
2: death. <laughs> <This is laughs> I thought you'd be more impressed that I knew that he was in my tutor. I yeah, am impressed. My too. I
0: forgot about that movie. Who else I was in impressed. that movie? I forget uh, what her name was. Uh, who was she? The one that the was woman. in um she was in all those ones like uh uh, uh not weird science but. Uh, real no, genius
2: she was one of the the actresses who was a good actress who I think w- would also Go naked. Oh, yeah, so she kind of had that cor- uh, Market cornered
1: so was it like Leah Thompson or Phoebe like Cates a little, or no, old, no older. but, but older. Phoebe
0: Cates definitely did yeah,
1: yeah, Phoebe Cates so pretty um, Who are my tutor Rebecca De Mornay?
2: No, she she's not super famous. No offense oh. to the actress who, if she, um, she may be listening to this I podcast.
1: I wonder, I wonder who, not Christy McNichol. No, that's too, no. that's too far back. Um, now I'm curious about it. Because I, what, was, do you, what do you think is your favorite 80s movie? Do you ever watch all those like.
2: You know what's a favorite movie of mine? Mm. I'm not a horror guy at all. Mm. I don't like scary, scary stuff. I don't like splatter stuff at all. Mm-hmm. The third Exorcist.
1: The third one. Really good. I don't think I've ever seen that seen It's it. it's, n-
2: it's not widely hailed. Uh but that it's 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 uh George C. Scott was a star of it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it's um he's always good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's super good. No gore or anything, but it's it's very it's really scary. There's a couple of scary things
0: that are just Is it the same mm-hmm. story continuation on or like a new they version kind of the story? They
2: kind of bypass the second one which was terrible. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: There was one that
2: uh I'd never even seen an exorcist too, but by all accounts,
0: terrible. yeah, I don't even
2: know. Yeah. This was, I think Peter Blatty was back on board on this one mm-hmm. as the writer of it mm-hmm. and um, just very
0: scary. You, you have to see it. it it's, uh, oh. it's, um, yeah. Did what, was it William Friedkin? Did he yes. direct it? I
1: think so. I think. And then, um, was Linda Blair still? No, no. 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 no.
2: She's referenced in it, but she's not, uh, uh, Brad Dwarf is the, uh, oh,
1: he's always great. He's, he's great. Yeah.
0: Mm. He's, he's the, uh, and George C. Scott. Yeah. Is he looking for his daughter? hardcore like in hardcore I mean,
1: hardcore is a really good movie that's my daughter
0: up there that's it, my right? friend
2: had that poster when i was a kid <laughs> and i just remember hardcore. i remember just the picture of him with his head in his hands and <laughs> and the text was just that's my daughter up there
0: <laughs> that's where he's looking for his, his daughter has disappeared and she's now mm-hmm. in doing porn right yeah yes. and he's going to track her down and talk yes and then he ha- i love it because he's got to go interview all these porn people like oh, he's and a and they talk about her Mm -hmm. yeah 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 and then there's that one guy where he talks to him and he realizes it's not the guy and and the guy's like well don't you want to see my stuff (laughs) he's going to sit there and watch this guy pull out his business there's a a
2: cut of it where George Scott says yes I do want to see it and and it's like no (laughs) I'm kidding no
1: that but that's a that's a good that's a really good movie but there was like this kind of weird um kind of moralistic movie there, there was like weird phase of movies where they were like kind of they were all there was like something about Amelia which was Ted Danson as a child molesting Ooh. no he was a dad who was it. having sex with the it was like an incest movie so it was wow. oh, like really? one of those weird things where you you bring up social problems oh, no. like there was Fallen Angel which was about child porn were these, oh, TV, okay. ones? these TV, are t- TV ones? These were two TV ones. Oh, they were TV. Okay. These were like this sort of kind of weird message um, movie. There was I I think there was one about um, there was one about uh, the two um, kids with cerebral palsy. Was it cerebral palsy or it was I think uh, yes, it was Linda Pearl and Sean Cassidy. Starred in it. Yes,
2: I don't remember what it was
1: called. <laughs> um,
2: the Hardy Boys.
1: No, no, it was like it, it was a it was a kind of thing. It was about a relationship a, between. I don't know if they had cerebral palsy or if I don't know what it was, but they were like. Um, I think they, I don't know. I don't. They they were mentally. I challenged. haven't seen
0: this one. You're they, not thinking of the boy in the plastic bubble. <laughs> no, 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 no. Another great movie. That's another a great, great one, one too.
1: Travolta.
2: Travolta. Another
0: Travolta movie. His finest role. He got a, it, he got a girlfriend in that one too. <laughs> <laughs> you go. We were talking about um, one a few weeks ago, Kristen uh, McNichol mm-hmm. and Tatum O'Neill. Oh, in little darlings. Little darling. Yes. That would be so inappropriate. It's now. really
1: inappropriate. What was the gist of that one? I can't remember what. Well, what? They're, they're trying to lose their virginity to either Matt <laughs> Dillon or Armand Asante. And okay. Armand Asante's in his 40s. Mm-hmm. And like, they're
0: like 12, right? Yeah, 12 they're 12 or,
1: 14. or 13. And this was like late, late 70s. Right. Early 80s, I think. Yeah. It was highly inappropriate. Where <laughs> right. you're like, what the hell is this? this
0: How to get made? This yeah. is
1: really, uh, Like yeah. they go
0: off Matt Dillon and they decide to set their sights on Armand DeSante. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Yeah. And it's really, it's weird. And it's a
0: competition between the two who, can, who oh. can get him first. Okay. Yeah. And uh, 13. hmm
1: right? but they they're both kind of um hyper, hyper like adult like trying to be more adult um i guess maybe Jody Foster started started it in uh foxes? In, in no fox no foxes, foxes yes hot yeah. one foxes is a really good one which with sherry curry um and um taxi driver yes cuz she was very oh, yeah. young but yeah, she yeah, was yeah. she was trying to sort of play older and also mm-hmm. be prostitute but also you know it was clear that she was a child and so it's i don't know
0: what, about the, what was the one with Brooke Shields, Pretty Baby?
1: Pretty Baby, yeah. that's with Susan Sarandon where she, uh, her virginity was kind of, I think it was used as a, um, sold in some New Orleans, I guess, brothel, mm-hmm. but very inappropriate. Sounds
2: like a Rolling Stone song.
1: <laughs> from,
0: I know, right? <laughs> from, uh, <laughs> uh, Sticky Fingers. <laughs> it oh, sounds like brown goodness. sugar, brown sugar.
1: <laughs> It's very, sold it, in a
0: marketplace in yeah, New Orleans. New Orleans. A, yes,
1: it, it's, it's it's very strange. But um, were you doing rock and roll then? That was you must have been too young. Wait, you're you're young. Wait, I'm not. That are you young. younger than me? How I'm forty three.
2: I'm I'm forty six.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah. am I. Are you?
2: Yeah. Congratulations. Young. Look at us.
1: You guys look so young. Well, I mean, it's rock and roll keeps you young.
2: It does. It really does.
1: So when did you start playing?
2: I started playing. Um, I got my first. Drum set or, uh eleven or twelve. I think twelve. Mm-hmm. I didn't take lessons long. I took lessons for maybe a year, and, and I didn't. It was. It's very frustrating when you start out playing drums because you have a little drum pad that you play that's rubber, yeah. and it, it's so unfulfilling. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I just started playing along with records. Yeah. And and then I took lessons for another year when I was fifteen, and then immediately started playing in in bands. Yes. And I learned just playing in bands, and uh, mm-hmm. so
1: that was you know. 30-some years ago. Did you always want to be a drummer? Did you play I other did. instruments?
2: Um, I eventually learned how to play guitar a little bit, which really helped me to play drums. Cause you, oh, okay. When you're playing along on the guitar with a record or something, you realize what's good and what's not good about a drummer because you mm-hmm. can you can or you can't play along with it well mm-hmm. if, if he's not locked in or, or she's not locked in. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And then, um, so then you, I to me, drummers are really import I mean to me it's the most important part of the band.
2: They they say um you're only as good as your drummer. And yeah. I I think I, I think you're only you're only as good as your drummer and your songs.
1: Right. Yeah, I think. Right.
2: Um cuz you know you got to have a great song to to do anything to start with.
1: Well, I mean but it, you know like it's it's all it's all kind of really encapsulated by the rhythm. I mean the rhythm really mm-hmm. and you know if you're uh, if, if you're looking for drummers there's not a lot of drummers. You know? Right.
2: Yeah, it's or, or, or there, there's not a lot of good or great ones. And and, mm-hmm. and and also um I don't feel bad saying this. For I think dr- drummers are are we are weirder than other yeah. players just in terms of there's something about us where you you don't always have the the greatest social skills. I I think mine are pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of drummers who who um just that's not part of their makeup really. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I could say the same about anyone who's like a genius on a on a s- certain instrument. Like there, are, there are a lot of guys who are just incredible players, but they're lacking whatever kind of social mm-hmm. graces or like whatever is enables you to be in a band and mm-hmm. tour and live with people in a in a van. Like that, yeah. that's not part of their makeup. Like they, mm-hmm. whatever space that should be taking up in their. <laughs> brain is taken up by their genius of playing, right? you know, so they end up not really getting out of the basement sometimes.
1: Right. Yeah. But it's a genius of rhythm to me that to me is like so, because my problem I'm as a guitar player is that I always, my rhythm is off. Mm-hmm. So I either speed the song up way too fast or right. I slow it down and then I don't know how to keep the equal time in... Yeah there so i'm always aided by anybody that has sort of percussive mind Mm -hmm. i don't have that but it's a very um to me it's very mysterious i
2: think i honestly think it's something you're born with i think Mm -hmm. drummers are kind of born Mm -hmm. with being able to to do it yeah uh, like whatever piano or violin that just seems alien to me that anyone could be able to just be yeah a genius at that
1: Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm.
2: melodic things
1: but in, in a sense the 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 Um, drums are very melodic too. It's just a a kind of a different kind of melody. It's just more that one that's rhythmic. I mean, I could really, it's, you know, you could just listen to drums almost, only. Like I I did for a bit because I was a belly dancer. Oh, interesting. And so there was a lot of um, music that was only drums, you know, that you would, they would would do like, when you do a big number as Mm -hmm. a um, belly dancer, you do a drum solo. And that it's only only drums for mm-hmm. five or six minutes, and it's very uh, it's beautiful. But mm-hmm. um, is it is it? Do you ever do anything like that? There's just like a kind of thing where you're out of different rhythms, like different from different no, places. No, it's
2: interesting. I I'm really a song guy. Like I'm really inspired by and turned on by by songs. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm I've never been a guy that is like. I love the sound of these drums and these drums speak to me or I just have never, even though I am a drummer and that's how I make my mm-hmm. living. I, I love the drums. I love playing them. I love seeing a great drummer, but I, I love, I love a song more than, yeah. you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like it
2: being part of the whole. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's interesting. Like I, I, I feel like a drummer's doing a great job if I don't notice him
1: mm-hmm. in, a song, interesting, yeah.
2: in a song, in a song, like, like any of the great songs you, but you're noticeable though.
0: I probably, you're great. Oh, are well, I'm, I'm fast. Probably pl- oh, when and we plays, saw you in <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta, we were, because Garrison said, look how fast he is. Yeah, yeah. Like just, you were just, movement was so, like you, it was almost like a, a strobe light. Blur. Oh, <laughs> it was so <laughs> yeah. fast. Well, it's on, interesting. On a couple of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in like, just impressed.
2: Oh, thank you. In, in 2000, I mean, I've been playing forever, but in 2008, somehow I just kept getting all these gigs. Mm-hmm. And I've sort of just been, been playing the drums every day for the last, five and a half years that's great so that's kind of i i uh it's it's like second nature yeah at, at mm-hmm. the highest at this point mm-hmm. i mean it always was but now it's just like
1: well how many bands are you in okay um super chuck mm-hmm. mountain goats uh bob mold um who else those are, are the three main ones mm-hmm. that's um, a lot though those are very yeah. they're all it's very like, very big good ones bands. To have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and um over the years i have played with um
2: the new pornographers and Amy uh,
1: Mann. Oh, oh yeah. Um, ben I Gibbard. love. Uh, oh, that's great. I love you in the, um, <laughs> moves video. <laughs> oh yes. You, you do such a great job in the. Um, in um, I I, I love Carl. I love that whole He's record. Greatest, yeah. It's a, it's. I mean, they're, they're a great great yeah. band. But he he does a video where he is the star. He actually plays Carl, in the video. So he plays the lead singer. Mm-hmm. And what
2: was that? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was and like Carl has has. Very red hair, so I, I had to wear a, a red wig. And, and so it was very. <laughs> it was a cross
1: between like Ziggy Stardust It was like a Ziggy Stardust story. It was kind of a little, but also not uh, not sort of your your yeah. It kind of maybe a little bit Guns and Roses. It was a little bit Motley Crue. It was a little bit every rock star story. Yeah. So what was the? Uh, what, <laughs> I love like that. The, you you know you have a band that play a band plays them. Mm-hmm. Other bands play right. them.
2: Well, there are. Uh, they're a band that's impossible to get together for a video because they live all over, the, all over the world. Right, And so the easiest thing was... Uh, you, you to play. Yeah, Tom yeah. actually, Tom Sharpling directed it. And mm-hmm. he, he, he went to Carl and just said, I had this idea for a video. And it was a great idea, but I think what sold Carl the most on it was the fact that he didn't have to be in it
0: and no one else had to be in it. Yeah. Did I you do everyone?
1: Yeah. No, no, um, he played the star. Okay. He was the star. Um, he played Carl. Was, I thought
0: it might have been a bit like a McCartney coming no. up.
1: Oh right! No, yeah, great, yeah, great video. yeah, that's a great idea. He
0: played. Well, he and Linda played everyone. Yeah. Yes. That's a great one. Um,
2: Horatio Sands plays. Uh, uh, oh, cool! John, the bassist. Uh, who else was in it? Um, Wyatt Cenac.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Is in it. Um.
1: There's all these different people in it, and somebody plays Nico Case and. Some... Julie
2: Klausner's Nico yes. Case. Yeah.
1: All these. It's like all these different. Uh, it just it, all these different like kind of comedic faces and then also, like sort of music faces that it was just I mean I I love the new pornographers yeah. anyway but it was it was exciting to see you because I was like oh I've never seen this I've never seen this um, this song as a video I I I, had, I thought this is great this is great and then it was all you guys yeah it was very very cool thank you but do you want to do more acting stuff like on I, I do like doing it I've, I've done I, I did a
2: um. I, I get to be in a lot of videos somehow. Like mm-hmm. I, I have friends who just cast me in their videos that they're doing for, for bands. Uh, mm-hmm. This guy, Scott Jacobson, who has done a, um, a couple Super Chunk videos, and he mm-hmm. writes for Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. And he just directed a video that I did with Amy Mann that hasn't come out yet. But it's... um. Oh. For a Jay Mascus uh, Sharon oh, duet of a John Denver song. Oh, that's cool. incredible. So that's coming out, and um, so I get to do a lot of things like like that. Mm,
1: that's really cool. Um, I I I I love that. I mean, it's just it's an exciting thing because it it I think you're actually very so v- like perfect visually, and so that's like a really great exciting place to go into like videos and also like movies. It's fun.
2: Yeah, I I like doing it.
1: It's um or animation too. Used to be on Bob's Burgers. That True. Good. Right? Yeah, our a good friend of our show, John Roberts, is uh, Linda, the mother. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's that yeah. he's 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 one of the big voices on there. But it's it's a very there's a kind of there's a little bit of comedy and a little bit of indie rock, which really seems to mm-hmm. um, coincide. And there's sort of those people like like Eugene Merman's on that show and Kristen Schaal, and mm-hmm. then also. Um, it's it's so it's sort of and like Todd Barry's on Todd. he's been on its stuff. But he's all those guys are always at like music festivals yeah. too. John Benjamin, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 he's really nice. Um but they're very it's funny, there's like but they always have the same comics and the same kind of thing. So it's always it's always like Reggie. Yep. And Reggie Watts and um Todd, Todd and Eugene and then so, but we want to we want to start doing more festivals because we should. love rock and roll. Yeah.
0: well, there's nobody more rock and roll than you. Cause I think you, so. you rock. Well, and, I, and you, you know, Margaret's f- following you guys right now and followed uh, Wilco and My yep. Morning Jacket and Bob Dylan around the country this year.
1: Yeah, so now this is my this is my latest tour that I'm ju- ju- got to jump on a little bit. It's great, but it's it to me it's it's really fun to do like rock and rock and roll. the thing the thing about it for me is that it doesn't really like. I, I never have enough time because I was doing my shows, mm-hmm. so I can never go on all those festivals. Right. Yeah. But then, so you just bumper shoot? Are you doing more festivals? Are there more? Are there some after Labor Day? What yeah, happens? There, there, there's some. Um,
2: we did bumper uh, Jason Nardusi, who plays uh, mm-hmm. with Bob Moldman, he's now filling in for Laura Balance in Superchunk. Mm-hmm. So she, so he's playing bass with us too. But we uh, we played with Bob at Bumbershoot on um, Sunday, and mm-hmm. then Superchunk played on Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And um, what other fest uh, we're playing with Bob Mold at the Riot Fest in Chicago? Oh, that's great with um, the Replacements and Iggy and uh, Wow,
1: that's incredible.
2: Off and people like that, and then um, Super Superchunk's playing the Riot Fest in Denver a, a week later. Uh uh-huh. huh. S- kind of same lineups, but uh, Bob's not playing that. And then um, there's <laughs> another festival. Oh, um, the Hideout Fest. The- it's called the, the AV Club festival in chicago at the hideout which mm-hmm. is a cool thing and that's wow. uh, uh it's two days and nico's playing the first day and um and then we're playing the next day with hold steady and um amy man and, and ted leo they have a band called both now mm-hmm. that's
0: wild and a couple others Yeah, so many great shows how do you keep it straight like when you're doing a, a concurrent tour mm-hmm. like this with bob and with Superchunk, mm-hmm. do you have to like do you have to put in a written request it, it's with this out one? Like, fa- I need these days off. <laughs> yeah, it's,
2: it's worked out pretty coordinate far in the advance because mm-hmm.
0: it's it's kind of madness. Because it is, yeah.
2: Um, it's great though because it's like it's it's what I always wanted to do. And it, but it's funny, I thought I'd be doing it like this twenty years ago. Like I I thought all this stuff was going to happen twenty years ago, but mm-hmm. I probably wasn't ready for it then. Yeah, so I'm, I'm lucky Perfect. that that I'm really busy now and I'm yeah. So I'm sober and I don't really. I have too many vices. And that's
1: awesome. I mean, I can but do it. you know, and you, you can do it up. all. You don't, don't throw up. up.
0: No vomit. No, no vomit. vomit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I and you're so funny. And it's like that. That you, That's what's so exciting too. Is that I. I think I. I read something like that really made sense. That you have dual citizenship because you actually are legitimately a comedian. Oh. <laughs> legitimately I, I, yeah, I in so. rock and roll. So it, And it's rare if you have both. I mean, to me, like it's. Oh my god, it's so exciting because it's not just like. Um, you do uh, sometimes comedy, sometimes you're doing both all the time. Yeah, you know, and that's a that's a dr- that dream. You know, it's an ideal situation. It's fun. It's fun.
2: Yeah. It's um, I like to say it, it's uh, I'm able to use two different parts of my brain. Mm-hmm. You know, the the comedy is very different, but mm-hmm. it, it's 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 ti- the timing is interesting because the timing is sort of musical and yeah. In- yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it, it, what's great about it is that. Almost all the bits and the routines that Tom and I come up with are inspired by real life things. Mm -hmm. And when you're touring so much, every day something crazy happens, or you see something dumb Mm -hmm. that you may just like read a sign wrong, and it it, you thought it was said something else, and that goes, oh wow, what if there was such a thing as that? And then (laughs) Tom and I will just talk, and you'll just come up with a new idea. and, And it's I probably wouldn't have these kind of ideas if I was working a regular job and living in the same town all the time
1: right you know? it's just you're you're confronted with different things all the yeah. time and different people and different situations do you do the same amount of like i mean think do you think you're sort of equally in each brand I think you are you actually i, I feel like do at have this the point, same input in everything
2: yeah and it's um um yeah i I take them all just as seriously and, yeah. and you know and 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 uh yeah, like when you're in one, mm-hmm. you're in that, you know, like that's that's your focus. And then, yeah. and, and you, you know, I, I love all of them.
1: It's very, it's very exciting. I can't think of an equivalent. I can't think of anybody, the, you know, you think, well, Woody Allen plays that clarinet on Monday night, mm-hmm. but that's not even right. really the same because he, it is just one part, of, you know, you actually do it equally. So mm-hmm. is there an, a sort of a... Someone else
2: mentioned that the other day and they said, you know, I don't really know of anyone else that does this and I mm-mm. never thought about it and maybe... There must be, but I, I don't know.
1: Well, there was a girl in. Um, oh, it was a girl. Well, she was. I'm <laughs> <laughs> she plays bass. She plays bass in Cake Lake. It was a eighty sort of eighties to nineties Cake Lake, and then she was in the state. It's Carrie from Car- Escape. Ca-
2: yes. Um. I, I, yeah.
0: Um, oh, the, uh, and she was in um, Reno nine one one. Yeah. And um, yeah. She's what about? In, uh, uh, yeah. She uh, was uh, on the Louis Show.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, from Portlandia. Carrie. Oh, that's yep. right, Carrie yeah.
1: Brownstein. But even um even she i think of her i mean yeah i think of her she, she would be the only person
2: yeah but, oh, yeah yeah you know that, maybe no one as who's doing like three full time bands maybe that's no like,
1: no, yeah, no no yeah, yeah. no yeah, yeah, yeah. i yeah, mean yeah. to the, to that cuz I, I for i don't think sleater kinney's had a had a yeah re, well, i don't know when they, i don't think they've reunited so have they done no. anything in a but I she had a band that. called
2: wild flag that that was great but mm-hmm. I, I think oh, they're yeah. on hiatus
0: now yeah so that well, was, it's good company it is good great. That's company. the only good person
1: company. that I can, that's the only person. She's great. She's and great. you're working
0: like crazy. Like for that many bands, that's brilliant. It's fine, yes.
1: Yeah, and fun. on the road all the time. I
2: get massages whenever I can. Oh, good. That's a huge help. I got a great one in Seattle two days ago. That really oh, good.
1: That must help. Yes. And then, so when do you go home now?
2: Go home on Sunday. Uh, we, we finish up in Chicago on Saturday. Go home Sunday. And then off for a few days, and then go to this Riot Fest with uh, Bob Mold on the fourteenth. Wow! And then off for a couple days, and then Superchunk the next Riot Fest the next weekend, and it's great. Go to South America with Bob.
1: That's a weeks great! Later. Wow! Yeah, um, I uh, I've never toured South America. That's going to be fun.
2: It is fun. Um, Superchunk got to go, I think, three times, mm-hmm. and it, it's great. Like we went in '98 for the first time, and some of the Shows were like venues like Tonight at the LRA. Super nice. Mm-hmm. And the next night you're playing in literally the Indian restaurant across the street from here. Right. Like no stage. Yeah. Questionable electricity. Like you put your hand on, on a on a beam, like a, a steel <laughs> beam, and you sh- get shocked.
1: Oh, my so God. Was,
2: or like there's a man living in the back of the club.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You know, c-
2: cooking his food in a little hot plate. Just every – all bets were off. Oh, that's interesting. But we got to go back – I think three years ago and it it, it it was it was different like it was more I, I'd
0: say it was more modernized but it was yeah. it, 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 there was less you're saying that man got his own place <laughs> exactly <The laughs> he man might have got his own place yeah. He got yeah. his own place exactly and you know it's like his stuff was out of there there was a bit more room for you guys yes
1: we can't. We can't wait to see you tonight. Um, so I want people to. What I want people to direct it to is your Twitter feed because it's so funny. Oh. I mean, your Facebook. We're Facebook friends also, but your your Twitter feed is so hilarious and also Facebook and everything. Where can people tweet you?
2: They can tweet me at at John Worster, J O N, W, U R S T E R,
1: and people can find you on. Facebook and all that. I mean, it's so... But, and then also on WFMU, it's a, it's like so amazing, all the different things. So I I don't know. It's like you, we. I think you're the most storied, uh, celebrated, most talented person.
0: Have you ever put out like a, a compilation of some of the, the best yeah, stuff? we did. Uh, we've got five, I think five albums. Five oh, wow. albums. Amazing. Five CDs
2: out. Um, right. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but they were... It's interesting. We, we put them out in the... 2000s like up until 2007 that's when we had we had the five of them out and um but then the things became instantly available like uh, on the archives of, of the mm-hmm. fmu site our bits so um you know i would labor over editing these cds for like six months and then i we just realized you know they're instantly available mm-hmm. people are just going to get them the day after we do them let's let's cool. figure yeah. out a different way to put the stuff out which we haven't done yet we got to figure out like a new mm-hmm. a new way of do. maybe we'll do commentary Maybe we'll do
1: a little commentary, like those commentary. track dollar
2: downloads or something. That's so cool, yeah. funny. Yeah, so
1: funny. Well, Com- we commentary
2: track. we, yeah.
1: <laughs> we love it. We, we we want more, and we can't wait to see you tonight. Um, we are so excited. Um, you know, we we love our listeners, and you can tweet me at Margaret Cho. Where can they tweet you?
0: At Jimmy Shelter.
1: They can tweet us both at Monsters of Talk. Um, oh, we are just Mondays a tweet and Thursdays. We're just a tweet just away. Just a tweet oh, away. You, you should, but you got <laughs> you got <you> to <laughs> follow John Worcester. He's so funny. Um... And you can listen to this we'll we'll put this up really soon, but you can listen to us on Mondays and Thursdays now on SoundCloud.com. You can sub subscribe on iTunes. I can't believe do you have a podcast? Do I do I do I not know about your podcast? No, um
2: the the best show is available as a, po- as a pod oh, like, so a, as a as a download on uh, iTunes. Yeah. It's all yeah. it's all, right. all
1: like um, you know, there the, the, there's so many different ways to to ingest John Worcester. Ooh. That's-
2: <laughs> That should be on my business card. I like that.
1: There's so you could you could uh, ingest you um, in orally with a, a, a u a, a orally, orally. Uh, and and um, you know it, it's so it's so next thing is movies. Yeah. You know, you could you could do you could do a million a, movies. I want to
2: get in Greece 4.
1: Is oh. <laughs> there a Grease 3? There wasn't a Grease 3. The
0: no, Greece 2 no, there was Greece stopped two. it stopped yeah. it.
1: Um I did not I, I, I did not think that they continued.
0: Michelle Pfeiffer was in that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I Michelle know. She now we're getting way off track. No, that's and it. We're trying to so wrap pretty. this up. Maxwell and Caulfield,
0: is Ooh, that Maxwell Caulfield,
1: yes, and Lorna Left.
0: Oh, Lorna Left.
1: Um we just wanted to wrap it up because we want you to have some time before your show. Okay, yeah. Because you know that is a precious time between um, 6 and 8.
2: I just do push-ups for 2 hours.
1: Do you? <laughs> yeah. No, <I> don't. <laughs> It's very, it's very exciting to have you on the show, and um, we're just big fans.
2: I'm a fan of you, of yours. So
1: we adore you. Thank you, and um, we love you. Also, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.
0: Thank you, Margaret. Thank you, Jimmy.